Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tech Raptor Podcast. I'm Robert Scarpanito, your features editor. And Rotten, editor-in-chief. Rowage Doggett, site founder. Andrew Stritch, bat editor. Mm, are you the one who killed the, the batted man? Are you? Did you say bat or bad? Um, uh, call him A, call him B. Yeah, it's probably a little bit of both, let's be honest. Oh, well, oh you're I good. Think, <laughs> yeah, I think you do a good job here. I think killing the Batman was the right call. You're, you do a perfectly adequate. Hey, I mean, perfectly adequate. That's better than 50% pretty of people good. could do. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll good, take right? that. There you go. Uh, later today, we are going to talk about Gotham Knights, which is indeed a game. They did uh, release it as a video game, I think. Yep, it is one of the games of the year. Uh, but first, let's talk about some news. And let's start with a pretty big one. Uh, this is one you've probably heard about the most because this has been hitting like mainstream news media even. Uh, about the whole Bayonetta 3 controversy with the voice actor or voice actress Helena Taylor after she made accusations that she was only offered $4,000 for doing the whole Bayonetta 3. And that's after negotiating. Uh, turns out that may, may not be the case thanks to some reporting done by Bloomberg's Jason Schreier who got his hands on some documents and had a couple sources tell him that it's more like they offered her 4,000 or so across multiple sessions as in like each session would would pay yeah. out 4,000 so, so you'd like be four looking to five sessions so it's going to be like 20,000 yeah four or five yeah. times as much as she was claiming yeah like 15 to 20,000 at least is what you'd be looking at for pay yeah mm-hmm. um and, and that just kind of doesn't make Helena Taylor look good. Because I think there was another outlet as well that got some yeah, sort of BGC. BGC. Yeah, they corroborated yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's not just one lone random source out there, right? Well, not only that, but it's, I mean, Schreier's earned the right to be taken as extremely credible. Oh, 100%. <laughs> so. His sourcing is phenomenal. Uh, yes. Uh, and I... I think even later in the week, Platinum Games officially released a statement saying like, hey, we stand by Jennifer Hale. Please don't like, please don't keep insulting her. Yeah, yeah that might be the worst part of all of this is the uh, the hate she got. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what sucks about that too is that it was not, I'm not going to point it all at her, but Helena Taylor and her thing kind of said, oh, she shouldn't, didn't name Jennifer Hale, but said whoever's doing it. Shouldn't have shouldn't taken be, the role. Shouldn't be doing it, et cetera, et cetera. Basically throwing shade her way when it's like, well, that, that didn't really fit right. Yeah. And the internet was all too ready to pick up every single torch yeah. and pitchfork at their yeah. disposable. Wait, are you trying to imply that the internet has knee-jerk reactions that are very extreme? Yes. Uh, if um, I was, fuck you, is all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! You shocked Otten. Oh no! That was some, that was a different reason. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. you're watching the football in, in the background. I'm watching the football. Screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on full disclosure, Otten's uh, yeah. <laughs> right there. Otten's right. cousin plays for uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks. So <laughs> anyway, if you see uh, him like lose his shit mid mid uh, podcast, that's why. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's. You know, people very, very quickly, very hotly hopped on. I mean, Harada is Harada, right? No, that's that's the Tekken guy. Uh, no, Kamiya. that's the Tekken guy. Yeah. Um, Kamiya. Kamiya. 
Yeah. Kamiya, that's it. Kamiya wasn't doing any favors for the it controversy. Was, well, no, it wasn't. It was kind of classic Kamiya, what he does all the time, <laughs> just yeah. under a much bigger microscope than normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just, always he's, doing that shit. He started popping off. Um, yeah. And that was, that was the wrong time to stick to his shtick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not on twitter anymore yeah this is the importance of pr pr across (laughs) every industry always have a pr person having a having a figurehead is great but that that figurehead that person that that does all the talking um needs to know when to shut the fuck up and let the pr people do their fucking job and if it's the games industry we need to make sure that the pr people get paid more than the voice actors yeah jesus christ um that's the biggest takeaway from all of this um i think that we're all in agreement of it what has been nice is to see you know jennifer hale is obviously one of the biggest names in gaming Mm -hmm. voice acting Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, like you've probably played at least one game that she's not even probably i'd almost guarantee it if you've played any number of games she's probably voiced somebody (laughs) in Mm -hmm. it uh it was nice to see a bunch of other voice actors obviously came out to support and talked about how she was like the big union like the big union stuff that was happening she's the one that offered her house for everybody to meet at to do that and like was very supportive of a whole whole bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. as big um person uh voice of support for smaller vo's because obviously she knows she where she sits in the industry so it's like of all the people it's not like you it was somebody that was known to be like yeah they're kind of a scumbag or whatever it's like by all accounts she seems to be very supportive of the community of voiceover actors Probably right. one of the most respected. Yeah. So it was yeah. nice to see more of that highlight coming her way. So as, as much shit was coming her way, there was some good stuff that came out about her that I think hopefully stuck with more people than the other nonsense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, she was under NDA too. So like going after her also wasn't fair because she literally could yeah. not talk about it. She can't like, say anything. And yeah, that's just, it's just bad move from the start to even involve someone else like if you've got an issue with a company keep it to you don't start pulling others in because that's when uh the internet does its thing and it just gets vitriolic yeah Yeah, because i think it, it kind of felt like helena taylor was trying to use the the internet like the collective the internet to to do she, something for her she right? watched the sonic movie and said huh they did do something positive here because yeah. <laughs> yeah. i mean she was going as far as asking like people to boycott the game just for yeah. her which yeah. i mean you know there, there's something to be said about like oh she created the bayonetta character bayonetta is pretty important in the video game bayonetta right so if this were like a legitimate she was shafted i could see it but if you're like lying about it which all the evidence seems yeah. to be pointing that way it feels <laughs> kind of shitty to also say and boycott this video game just yeah. for me well and then the other part of it too is like so if it if it was bogged down contract negotiations whatever it was where they couldn't agree right and she wanted to highlight something like see how poorly they get compensated for some big name whatever it is that wasn't in it at all it was all very selfishly me, me, me kind of stuff. Um, but the one, I guess the one good thing about it is it did spark a big discussion of just how shitty everybody gets compensated in gaming and voiceovers yes. are included in that yeah. voiceover mm-hmm. actors. Like it, there was a bunch of them comparing what they were getting paid for doing movies or TV shows to games. And it's like nothing. They get yeah. paid li- like little in comparison. Well, and I mean, like, like 
for her, it was like four or five sessions for the entire game, which doesn't seem like a lot, right? You know, that's probably seven to 10 hours somewhere in there in the studio. But what's not accounted for in that is the amount of time most voice actors have to spend training their voice to mm-hmm. be able to even kind of handle that level of yeah, just... it's just it's a lack of respect for it's it's kind of like you know there's the famous story of i think it's henry ford or whatever some engineer came down to the factory and he like marked a spot on this machine that needed fixed and he's like all right that'll be 10 grand or whatever he's like all you did was that he's like yeah but i knew where to f- put the fucking mark mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, good point yeah. and then paid him like <laughs> it's yeah. a- it's like that's what you're paying for right it's just the expertise and the experience yeah 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 we did it crazy how good they are at it yeah we did that interview with uh jb blank a couple of years ago um that kind of had a lot of interesting information in it in terms of like the level of effort it takes to even do like the grunts and the screams that you hear in video games like that is it does take a toll on your voice and he talked a little bit about that so um it's not it's not as easy as just walking up to a mic and talking and i I don't think everyone fully realizes that i mean same thing with like mocap type stuff like you've got to be able to display emotion in a way that can translate into that model as well well and then mocap's also like a full body perform like you're not it's mm -hmm. not just trained your voice right it's the whole you're moving around you're on set you're basically performing like for a play or a movie almost yeah yeah it's just in in how this all extends as well we've been seeing more and more discussions across other industries as well um i know that there's been a huge stink in the past two weeks or so for anime voice actors as well yeah Um, oh yeah and that's why you'll always see if you pull up like you know sean schimmel's imdb profile or like a, a prolific anime voice actor like yuri lowenthal you'll see that they didn't just voice the main character, but they voiced that side character and that side character and additional voices. That's yeah. probably, you know, 10 other additional random voices. That you've it heard. seems like in anime, there's like 20, 30, a group of 30 people that kind of do everything. Yeah. It's like the same. <laughs> yeah. Like, same people. Yeah. Like Yuri Lowenthal, I always think about, cause he has a pretty, like you can pick out his voice, you know, it's, it's pretty mm-hmm. iconic in a way. So, you know, when he voices like Spider-Man, because I think he is Marvel Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Peter Parker, I right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, okay, he's pretty good at that. But then, like, you play, I don't know, like Metal Gear Solid or something, and you're shooting random guards, and one of the guards has a scream that sounds just like Yuri Lowenthal. And I'm, like, yeah. 90% sure that, yeah, he goes from, like, being the star of a game to, like, a grunt you're going to shoot and forget about. Like, yeah, yeah. it runs the game. And, and that's purely because of how abysmal the pay is. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, yeah, they, they pick up. 50 roles like the guy who voices goku sean shimmel is also king kai yep um, with like the weird little like nasally nasally tiny voice um and it's just an entirely different uh different take Mm -hmm. you have to think too about sean's voice because like if you've watched any dragon ball there's a little bit of screaming in in that show and just that takes a toll on your your throat and your there are there are you can find videos on youtube of behind the scenes on dragon ball z budokai tenkaichi 3 very specific words (laughs) that's the best dbz fighting game um but uh you feel like so yeah no (laughs) okay they they show all of these pages of just all of the different efforts they need to give all of 
the small grunts, the sighs, the pants, the, yeah. the screams, the rage, the power up noises, the fusion shouts, the, you know, different attack name, ha. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a fascinating video to watch to just see someone in the sound yeah. booth doing recording. And all they'll do is like, you know, grunt and scream for 15 seconds. But so, uh, yeah, I was feeling like good about like the first three and then like the other ones, I feel like I didn't quite get that. So like, we'll come back to that one and yeah, take wow. it from the top again. No, yeah, that's, yeah. that's getting back to the expertise thing. It's crazy. Like how they can do that convincingly. And obviously Dragon Ball Z is over the top. It's got its own flair to it yeah. for how they sound, but I'm trying to, I wish I could remember who did it. It must, it might've been variety or something like that, where they did a video with, um, various voiceover actors and they would give them like a just a new hand-drawn character that somebody had just made up for them and say hey to create a voice for that and it was interesting to hear them talk about what they consider like what do they look like like could you mm-hmm. give me a bit of the background on the character or whatever and they produce a voice that like like oh that's just fits that person it doesn't it's kind of crazy how easily they can do that like right. we all have a, an idea of like if you have the the slimy guy character, like the little henchman guy, you already know a little bit of probably how he's gonna, he or she's gonna sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because of the work that they put into it. Yeah. And for every take you hear that gets in like yeah. the anime, the game or whatever, there's like at least 10 takes before yeah. that. Even if it's just a little grunt, right? Like yep. they're doing that little grunt 10 plus times just yeah, to get- Cause they wanna do it in a- grunt. Yeah, just it's a perfect thing, or the emphasis on this word, or that word, or this emotion coming through, or that emo- like whatever. There's all there's a million ways to say stuff that people don't appreciate. Yeah, like they say, what was it? Uh, is it like four to eight hours of recording time will produce a, almost about an hour of what goes into a game or whatever, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to bring it all back to the Bayonetta 3 thing, it's pretty clear that like these voice actors, they do a lot. Like there's a lot of expertise going on here that I think is underappreciated. Mm-hmm. And then now this story is coming out that's showing it's also financially, they're being a little underappreciated as well. Yeah. Well, that's the gaming industry in a nutshell. Everybody is underappreciated yeah. and underpaid, it seems like. A little bit. <laughs> it, it sucks. I mean, we talked about this a little too, is there's no royalties. So you are yeah. you are voicing this iconic character that, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of people are going to play and you get paid up front and that's it. There's mm-hmm. nothing yeah. past that. Those sales that go for the next 10 years, you get none of that. Every time there's like, a re-release and they reuse the original VO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be Nothing interesting to know, like someone like since Mario movies come around, uh, like someone like Charles Martinet, how much money he's been paid to be Mario. I mean, yeah. Mario's one of the most valuable franchises in the world. It's like top five for money made, or top mm-hmm. ten, uh, billions and billions of dollars. And I'm one. I'd be very curious because I bet you it's not that much. Like, I yeah. mean, we might be talking a couple million or millions but in the grand scheme it's like boy mm-hmm. he doesn't he's not getting all that much i mean it's like what uh helena taylor said in her video right it's like the fat cat skim off the top which yeah yeah I mean, I mean, hashtag capitalism yeah taylor point in an industry that doesn't do that yeah yeah it, it's just one of those like uh you know you don't want to see how the sausage is made when it comes to games like it's it's one of those things that happens when you commodify entertainment or like quote unquote art or things that people engage with. Um, Sausage not, is made. Not fun. Reference is actually pretty valid because like everybody in gaming goes through the grinder as you're yeah. creating game. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
you, everyone you becomes time, softened. You've got overwork, you've got harassment. Like it, it is literally yeah. a meat grinder to create a video game. Mm-hmm. So anyway, show show some extra appreciation for a certain character you might like, or the voices, yeah. some somebody that you and... cherish. Find out who they are. Yeah, mm-hmm. go through like find a video game you love. Pull up pull up the cost list. Take a look and see what those other people have done. You'll yeah. find some some cool stuff. And you'll probably be surprised. You'll be like, oh shit, I didn't realize so and so did this and that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a lot cool. of like connections there. Oh yeah, Frank Welker. Yeah. Frank Welker is one of those actors yeah. mm-hmm. that that it'll just be a random movie, whatever, and he'll be a horse in the background. <laughs> but he'll be <laughs> the best damn horse you've yeah. ever heard. Yeah, so he's good. the he's the um, the the Fred and Scooby Doo voice actor. But you'll just yeah. like. His IMDb page is incredible to watch, uh, to to yeah. read through. I highly recommend going and doing that. Yeah, there's a ton of yeah, a ton of them are crazy. Like Tom Kenny, Sp- SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. realize how much he has been done besides SpongeBob. Oh yeah, yeah. so much. Yeah. And not all of them sound like SpongeBob. Obviously, no. like his his dynamic range yeah. is. A, it's wild because it's so yeah. specific. Like there's no way you can do the other voices because of how insane SpongeBob sounds. But you know he's obviously I mean, super that's good that's got to be tearing his voice up at oh, this point yeah. especially that laugh like <laughs> <laughs> oh that wasn't bad <laughs> there you go yeah i think in terms of the story i think what we can take away from it is you know don't put away the pitchforks put away the torches like there, there's no need to run a crusade in either direction for this <laughs> right now especially because we're in a weird like he said she said moment mm-hmm. but one one side seems a little more backed up by sources than the other, but seems to be. Wait for both wait. sides. Wait for more information. Don't go off of the first. Well, kind of and how about just basically? There's never a time to get this upset about any fucking thing about someone no. making a game. It's just yeah. not True worth it. Not, not worth, worth the emotion to put into it. There's never. Mm-hmm. It's never worth attacking someone personally or saying anything. It's just not. Just don't do it. We gonna yeah. talk about Elex then? No. Well. Only subhumans play that, so I can talk shit about them. So. Oh no! Oh, that's a oh so take. I'm in line with Sonic fans now. Yeah, yes. I think Otten just I mean, you're just as sad. They're, I mean, they're sad people. These Sonic fans. Mm, Sonic Frontiers can't come mm. soon enough. Uh, is this where we announce I'm reviewing? <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed sub five score. Go ahead and message Sam right now. Be like, do not yeah. give it to Arn. Uh Let's talk about a different Japanese video game. Let's talk about Resident Evil. Uh, last week, there was a big Resident Evil showcase where they showed off some stuff from the gold edition of Resident Evil Village, where we see more of Rose. Like, you have to play as her in a new DLC. You get to play some of the... You get to play the big lady in, in Mercenaries. But probably the biggest reveal of the whole showcase was, of course... RE-verse, everyone's favorite multiplayer thing that's coming out soon, right? Everyone very excited about that? Which which failed multiplayer Resident Evil game is that again? (laughs) The one that hasn't come out yet that was supposed to come out like two years ago. Okay. (laughs) It's called Reverse? Reverse, yeah. As in, that's what people will do when they play it? (laughs) Do a 360 Uh, and reverse out of there. mm -hmm. And the real big story, though, Resident Evil 4 remake we got a big gameplay showcase of that where we get to That's see right. leon fighting that village scene in the beginning if you played the game you're probably very familiar with it it's where you get mobbed by a ton of zombies can't uh, look at his face mm-hmm. they won't let you 
uh you get to see that kind of played out and then there's like a big story trailer where you get to see every you know like major cutscenes from the game redone and it looks pretty good looks like really good yeah like like visually if there's one company to follow for like remakes of classic games it's capcom what they've been doing with mm-hmm. resident evil no question mm-hmm. i think it i'm not i don't play the games but I, I you can definitely see the quality and craftsmanship in them and people are very happy with all of them and they all seem like pretty great yes it's really impressive just with the scale of these remakes that like it's not just some little superficial thing they're updating adding so much to it it's almost like they have two successful franchises running right now and it's just the same franchise yeah Yeah. like the resident evil two three now four um it's just a just a whole new uh a whole new franchise pretty much Mm -hmm. i think what's going to be interesting with this one is with with two right like that the original game had such a different perspective and a different feel that the remake itself was like because it was a third person action game it was mm-hmm. immediately different but here resident evil 4 was one of like one of the best video games and it's like it had that third person action sort of perspective right so this remake that's not going to feel different necessarily in terms of like such a drastic shift in mode so the real question is i guess how much change will there be i think that the, makes it feel different right the biggest thing that will be for me for four after playing some of the original four will be that it'll have right stick support because <laughs> the original game <laughs> yeah. like it had a button to pull up your weapon but then you would aim with the left stick still and mm-hmm. after going from like playing stuff at the time like halo combat evolved and then going to resident evil 4 was just like oh this feels like it feels gross it feels wrong <laughs> it's, yeah. it's that idea of a twin stick first person shooter or third person shooter very like so quickly became the the best way to do shooters mm-hmm. um it'll be you know i think that that will be the biggest thing that that quality of life change will make it uh i don't want to say more playable or tolerable because people love fun, uh, uh not fun fantasy resident well, evil people- 4 people do love that one too they yeah do. they do <laughs> tangential um yeah. p- people who already love the game it's obviously not a huge problem for a lot of people but i wonder how much more of a market this will then um add to it's up there it's one of the games released on like the most platforms too <laughs> yeah yeah speaking of four how many times it's been re-released do you think that they're gonna release a new chainsaw controller <laughs> <laughs> that's what made me sad because they revealed the collector's edition right $250 and I Oof. really had been hoping that the collector's edition would have the chainsaw controller just like a, a new like dual sense and uh the new Xbox controller but yeah. chainsawed but instead it's just the statue of Leon for $250 and some art books but you can look at his face there you can yeah but $250 for a statue is and the game but that I mean, at least you get the game. <laughs> There's some collector's right. editions we get nowadays that, that don't know the case. The Sony ones, yeah. they don't come with the game. They give you, yeah. they'll give you a steelbook, but there's no mm-hmm. game inside of it. Right. You get a code. Um. So a question, you know, looking to the future, mm. kind of Resident Evil Four was really the peak of Resident Evil, and after that, I think we can all agree five and six started to to trend downwards and also five and six being 
what gen gen seven titles on the, the 360 and the yeah, was it gen six i don't know yeah, 360 360. Yeah. Yeah. so do you reckon that they'll that they'll be looking to do a five or will they go back and do a proper remake of the first one hmm. i think at some point they'll do five i think with uh seemingly there's looking at these as opportunities to improve some stuff because they're not just one-to-one here mm. it is again but it looks prettier it's i think that they list. would they would like to be like all right we can take another crack at this and improve it and with the like so far like every single one's been amazing and since mm. they put out seven and everybody liked the ideas that they were going with there in the direction they kind of have a really good idea of what works now and mm-hmm. i think that they would like to redeem see a little bit of redemption for themselves it'd be like i told you there was a good idea in here yeah (laughs) (laughs) told you like punching the boulder wasn't dumb (laughs) i on i do hope we get to see the boulder punch again and then just see that rendered in 4k glory right (laughs) um but if we're talking about these remakes i think Odd has a really good point right that these remakes feel like far better versions of the games Mm -hmm. right or like like it's it's a new way to look at it and that's why i think if they did announce like four five six years from now if they announced a resident evil 6 remake i would genuinely be very interested in that because i'd be curious like because 6 was like the low point the lowest (laughs) of low points for the mainline resident (laughs) evil series and i'd be curious to see how do they want to change that do you think that they'll make the logo not look like a job getting a (laughs) make it super high def this time yeah make it explicit uh just uh, just thinking of how they do the remakes like in comparison to what naughty dog did recently with last of us part one like gorgeous looking obviously Mm -hmm. it's the same game though like there's some very minor things but Mm -hmm. it's the exact same game that's yeah. not a bad thing necessarily, but it's I do like that Capcom is like, all right, this is an opportunity to to change some stuff up that maybe we didn't like or didn't land as well as we thought or whatever, whatever it might be. They didn't uh, like that you could save the dog from the bear trap. So it's a new one that dog did. Well, they want to make you sad right off the bat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I think Resident Evil 4 remake's been a long time coming. I think that's the one thing that when two came out, everyone was like, oh boy, I can't yes. wait for four. Right. <laughs> yeah. And and here it is. It's almost here, March 24, right? It's March short. March something. Yeah. 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 So that'll be fun. That'll be a good time to play some spooky horror. Uh and when the spring the- when spring begins. Yes. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not the only Japanese famous japanese horror series to have announcements from last week that's right kojima's back baby right that's what i heard that Junji Ito collection on netflix looking fun Mm -hmm. those are the ones i'm I'm thinking of guys with death stranding (laughs) 2 and junji ito no uh silent hill silent hill is back returning to silent hill literally still does game stuff Apparently. What do you mean returning? Somehow. I feel like we haven't stopped hearing about Silent Hill for the past <laughs> five true. years. <laughs> true. Guillermo del Toro's back, right? Yeah. Rumor after rumor after rumor. But we finally got a showcase of a bunch of of Silent Hill stuff, and it's not just Silent Hill too. Although we are getting a remake of Silent Hill too, that that does look pretty like visually looks very good, very fancy, right? 
Uh, we're getting a bunch of other Silent Hill games like Silent Hill Townfall, being developed by No Code Studios and publisher Anna Perna. Silent Hill F, which is a very unfortunate name, kind of, uh, but it's written by the Higarashi writer, um, Rikishi. And Silent Hill Ascension, uh, which is seeming to be like a Pokemon Go or a Let's Play Pokemon sort of thing. That's a video game ass name. Yeah. The big question is, can can we put PT behind us now? Nope. No. Can we move on? No, that's no. The second this remake, whatever is revealed or out, that's going to be the immediate comparisons. Well, mm -hmm. also people have people have just last week or the week before figured out how to disable the PS5 blacklist and have got PT running on retail oh hardware right. <laughs> versions of the PS5. Yeah, yeah, PT will never die. No, it's it's, Clearly. it's just a thing. It's part of the the like gaming cosmos now. Yeah. It, mm -hmm. It's never going away. Yeah. I do think it says a lot though that when we found out that oh there's going to be a Silent Hill showcase coming out soon it was very easy to make jokes of like can't wait for the Silent Hill pachinko machine yeah. <laughs> you know because it's kind of yeah. just been the path Konami's been on I, I saw a great tweet from someone that's like you know it's it's wild that after eight years of doing nothing in the game space that konami has come out and not just said that we're doing something but we're doing five things it's all in the same franchise we hope there are still fans for this yes. like it is very much putting every single one of their eggs in a single basket yeah. um makes you wonder about the future of what how much they're gonna use this as justification to do more or not do more yeah. in mm -hmm. the future because they, they hold a lot of classic ips in their pocket that they have yeah. jack shit with <laughs> yeah. for oh, yeah. a while. Yeah. And I kind of, it, it's just, you know, if, if Silent Hill 2 comes out and there's performance issues or something minor, is that then going to mean that they'll be able to say, well, it's the rest of, you know, the rest of Silent Hill. Obviously, you guys don't care about it. You didn't buy it. So why should we keep making it? I mean, how sad would it be, though, right? If Silent Hill 2 remake flops, because... The, the the clamor and demand for it has been palpable but you can feel yeah. it in the air in the gaming space like it, it can feel a little bit like cult classic underground sort of but yep. silent hill 2 constantly consistently gets praised whenever it's brought up in a conversation All the time. so it would be just probably the worst catastrophe if Silent Hill 2 comes I mean, out. It's one of those risks when you're when you're gonna be like, all right, we're gonna remake or do some reimagining of a classic, whatever it is. I'm sure like it's very similar to how Square was feeling when they're like, all right, we're do doing Final Fantasy 7 and everybody's like, ooh, like there. I remember initially hearing about, it, I was like, oh, I don't know about that. Like, mm -hmm. it, it is what it is now, and everybody's got their idea of what it is, and obviously they nailed it to me in yes. my opinion anyway. But yeah, um, I'm sure I'm trying to think of. There's got to be an example of someone just fucking something up recently but i can't think like of, a, of a classic yeah like, mm. they do it with movies all the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah for sure but i yeah i think when you compare this to what we were just talking about with capcom right i think resident evil 4 is that same idea where if they just like cold out of nowhere said we're remaking resident evil 4 people would we would like, have that ooh. same ooh I don't yeah. know about that, but I think Capcom oh. has really earned that pedigree, right? Of like, Absolutely. they've done, they have done remakes. They do remakes well. 
we have some so faith in I wanted this. to look up a quick list to see what are what are some video game remakes that occurred that Ooh, fell short go. of the mark. We've got the the thirteen, the XIII, the oh, um, in the Steam remake and in footage and stuff, you could see like the the dolphin like status symbols <laughs> and stuff, and that ran like trash. Oof. Ironically, the Silent Hill HD collection oh, was yeah, also an HD collection that people complained about. Um, and Warcraft 3, Reforged. Yeah, what a fucking Which... pile of shit that was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still sucks. Um, I don't uh, think there's anything else. So while we're on the, the topic of remakes, how about Mega Man Legends? That's Capcom. You really want to bring that up, though, when we just brought up a bunch of failed remakes, like you're shooting yeah. some bad juju. Yeah, out there. I don't know. Yeah. Capcom is weird how they it. just don't, they're like, Mega Man, you're extremely backburnered. Yeah. It's like, you, you, which felt like the mascot for Capcom forever. <laughs> it did, yeah. I mean, it was, it was such a huge part of their platform their portfolio for so long mm -hmm. but so. to be fair i feel like they're pretty busy with resident evil street fighter and monster hunter like those three are doing doing very That's well true. for them I right capcom now capcom as a company doesn't get named enough about for like just how much they've been kind of knocking everything out of the fuck park lately i mean mm -hmm. devil mccray came out yeah yeah that's true too dead <laughs> rising four oh wait we'll Sorry. talk about that that's, one that's the one that i shouldn't be bringing up yeah, yeah. but i'm just saying like in terms of big you know pretty big name companies like doing extremely well with just about every ip they have like they've been doing it mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i feel like all of their ip has such dedicated fan bases too right like yeah. for the longest time i could never get into monster hunter but it always felt like this like i'm the only one not having fun at the party exactly. you know so yeah you and fomo for that kind of franchise yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, but now now that I've like I got into Rise, got like seventy hours, eighty hours into it, like I get it, I it clicked with me then, and it felt like okay, this is pretty cool. Yeah. I think it says a lot that Capcom can do that with like such yeah. wildly different. Like Monster Hunter doesn't play like Resident Evil, right? Like they're all crazy different. Yeah. Yeah, but Silent Hill. Anyway, we'll, we'll uh, Konami we'll does not have that reputation. No. <laughs> so, who knows? Like, like, if Konami announced the Symphony of the Night remake, oof. I, oof. interestingly, for kind of their their portfolio, Resident Evil is its number one selling franchise at 127 mil. Monster mm. Hunters after that at 84, then Street Fighter at 48, and Mega Man at 38. For their yeah. top four, DMC is is fifth. Mm. Anyway, mm. I, I feel like DMC has had a pretty rocky, like pretty up and down. Like, yeah, it's not until five where it's been like this is really really good. You know, I mean three. I too, guess though, but... in terms of Mega Man remakes, they've remade like all of the Mega Man games, all of the X games yeah. that included the ZX stuff. They're doing Battle Network now. Thank There's God. not much more Best for them to year next year. remake, but. Legends. legends and yeah. i could imagine I a legends tronbon and legends 2 collection would be easy enough yeah even if you just kind of ported it to modern consoles that would be great well that kind of stuff um, that's, that's like, kind of the sticking point at the moment is you can't really play yeah, it on modern true. consoles mm. it'd just be interesting to see them try new stuff too like the newest thing Mega Man's been in is fucking smash well Mega Man 11 <laughs> yeah, was Mega no, there, Man was Mega, there was Mega Man 11 that's true mm -hmm. But it's just, but, like, I don't know. 
Yeah, yeah but I, I want an axe. I need a Mega yes. Man axe. And a new Mega Man sticks with their guns so hard with the Mega Man franchise. Like, Mega Man 11 and Mega Man 7 are not that dissimilar. No. Oh, yeah, the, um, the classic Mega Man games, like, they're they're all pretty pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. I think it's after they introduced the, the slide and what, like, two or three after that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, now we're... Three. And yeah. then that's just, that is. That's it. Yep. Mm -hmm. yes i'm with you robert my new Mega Man x i'd be all over that mm -hmm. same yeah that, that's why i keep playing uh into creates games every now and then because they made the mm. Mega Man zero games so there's a little bit of that same feeling in some other games yeah, which is kind of that's nice. like the the azure look of Mega Man 2 a little bit yeah yeah like I, I checked out one of their new games in uh, pax i don't remember the name of it but it, it felt very simon's questy like castlevania 3 mm -hmm. simon's quest so i don't know like they, they get that dna right but i don't think it has that same charm and that same feel mm -hmm. that Mega Man x and zero have you know yeah anyway good luck to konami um doing their, all their silent hill stuff hopefully the movie's good we'll, <laughs> the, the one that's you know the the game that's got annapurna publishing has probably got a good shot yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i think it's uh it's that same kind of like like i think silent hill has that capacity to be good in like an indie way like with, with indie Absolutely. approach with like narrative focus as opposed to like the big budget well yeah because i mean even when we're talking about silent hill 2 it was a smaller game in general anyway it's not a massively mm -hmm. sprawling game right yeah uh let's let's have a little bit of fun and let's talk about uh this lasting story we have here uh <laughs> Do you Evolve stage two's back. Yeah, Evolve's back, baby. Um, Evolve, that asynchronous multiplayer game where uh, four yeah. people are hunting one monster that evolves throughout the game, uh, died in 2018 when uh, was it EA, right? Or sure. no, Take Two, Take Two. Yes, yeah. Take Two. Yeah. Yeah, or 2K. Well, 2K is owned by Take-Two, but yeah. Yeah, when they shut down the servers and you couldn't play it anymore, but there are fans out there who were like, we want to keep playing, so they created fan servers. And uh, now 2K is looking at that big pile of potential money and clapping their hands and rubbing them together and saying, hmm, how Twirling can we cash mustache. in on that? Yeah. Yeah. So they're looking know. at... Uh, potentially reviving the series in some way and they want to quote explore options to continue to support the fans yeah well, all kind of comes on the heels of of the community standing up their own servers just so they can keep playing <laughs> um which is kind of neat like yeah um like there yeah. was a big surge in in mid-august that saw about to 2500 people playing at once um when historically over the last three years it's been like 40 people were on at any given time mm -hmm. um so it's definitely like seeing a bounce back of a, at least a larger group of the community like wanting to find a way to continue playing it um and it, yeah again it, it was it was a flop but i think had they given it more time for the them to kind of address community concerns at release, um, it, it had a lot of potential as a game. Yeah. Like it, it was a very intriguing and interesting concept. I, I think that I think that's where when you mean by potential, it sounded neat on paper. Yeah. Sounds pretty cool. 
Yeah. I don't really know if it works out. Like if if like even if you're gonna make it an entirely different style, just that idea is just it's gotta be insanely difficult to balance in a satisfying way where it doesn't feel like someone's fucking somebody else over big time. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, that was also back when asynchronous multiplayer wasn't as much of a thing. Um true. I yeah. think that, that it evolve had a lot of stuff that if it released nowadays i would roll my eyes to that at the time were bigger things um i know that one of the big issues with it at launch as well was like 400 dollars worth of cosmetics in the dlc yeah. store but mm -hmm. nowadays uh you know we've just had um, um overwatch 2 launch with 12 dollar skins yeah. and we don't even say anything about it mm -hmm. um the the road to getting back to official official overwatch uh not overwatch official evolve <laughs> it's gonna they're probably gonna have to take down like dmca take down the fan servers the same way that um activision did for uh world of warcraft so that they could bring out world of warcraft classic right mm -hmm. so people are gonna get fucking pissed off with that and that might yeah. kill any goodwill there's much better resources for asynchronous multiplayer, how well it works. Dead by Daylight is fucking huge. I think mm -hmm. that's probably the biggest that's success true. story of async gaming nowadays. And it shows that it can be done, but the the balance, the timing was wrong for Evolve at the time. Um, yeah. That I think if Evolve had released four years later when it had like gotten shut down, I think it would have been much better received by by lieu of not having uh not being like the sore thumb sticking out amongst the crowd mm -hmm. but how many other thumbs there would be in the mix at that point what i wonder too right so i, I agree dead by daylight's pretty like a success story right but i feel like i don't hear about it on the same wavelength in terms of number of players as like your typical triple a shooter right like a call of duty like yeah, that's definitely page. the space Evolve and seems to live in more. That that's exactly it, yeah. right? Is I think if it's being published by Take Two or Two K, like they're expecting millions and millions of people to be playing this game, and I don't think yeah, that it will never a base be you can tap into, right? Yeah. I think Evolve or asynchronous games have been kind of destined to really like you know have the success that dead by daylight's having which is successful yeah, for that it's team, just it's more of a niche thing yeah so yeah i think that's considered by, a failure by triple a dead by daylight on steam in the last 24 hours peaked 60. at sixty three thousand players yeah, it's a lot of people to play which is that that's way more than i expected yeah. it to be i'm yeah. gonna be honest uh well i think like part of like what robert's getting at part of the challenge with evolve is it does live in that kind of that shooter space and mm -hmm. this competitive me versus you kind of thing which dead by daylight isn't that i'm not shooting at the guy chasing after me or running away from right. kind of thing so it's not right. like i have a certain set of firepower and this person does and we try to win out in the end uh it just it gives you it's a much different dynamic because yeah. the assumption is like in in like dead by day like you get caught by the dude you're fucked like and everybody knows like that's kind of the deal <laughs> yeah it's like a horror it's literally it's a horror, horror game yeah. yeah yeah like you're not going to be able to kill michael myers just you know you shoot him <laughs> with an m16 or some shit right yeah. like yeah so yeah so i think I mean, it is just different kind of expectations but i, I am wondering too if with this 
possible return, right? Like where they're saying, hey, we want to continue to support options. I wonder if this is them kind of like realizing, okay, this we're not going to reach like the success where we initially were thinking, but maybe yeah. this is what like continuing down this path, this is what success looks like for Evolve. It'd be interesting. I mean, like bro say it's very interesting idea on paper that I it would be really cool to see it work well. Like if they want to dedicate some more time to be like, okay, how can we tweak this to actually make it a little more satisfying? Like mm-hmm. actually having people sit around, think about it and try it, it would be would be interesting. Well they're interacting but, with the community already. So I mean yeah. it, it would be nice if they kind of take community feedback to heart and say, okay, you guys have been keeping this alive and continuing to play it. Like how do we improve? Yeah. rather than taking kind of a, a unilateral decision like this is how we think it'll it'll work i think some of the most successful games the ones that have grown and improved the most are the ones that like actually take community feedback and and make change to that based on what the community is saying rather than what we think x y or z is best yeah um i think if they if they could do that collaborative approach with the community that's kept it alive like there's there's a significant amount of potential like no it's not going to do call of duty numbers but you know it could consistently probably pull dead by daylight numbers which is you know 50 to sixty thousand at any given time right and and that too they also can take learnings both like from themselves but from the fans like learnings from dead by daylight and then mm-hmm. maybe some of the other failed asynchronous shooters that have come out since like wasn't that prey game or like predator game yeah there was uh, a like pre- asynchronous thing there was a predator one that was async yeah i don't remember uh, if that was a great one or not but like you know i saw there, a lot of people playing it the month that it came out and then i just never heard about it again yeah but so there have been more since i mean a fucking dragon ball asynchronous multiplayer game came out last week i think right True. i forgot that, that came out <laughs> dragon ball the breakers or something yeah, yeah. Um, play a cell I, and terrorize a village yeah, yeah ki- kill all the humans and the pig um so i mean th- there's been no shortage of asynchronous games coming out or not asynchronous a multiplayer no asynchronous asynchronous oh, um, yeah yeah i don't know it, it would be asynchronous right because asynchronous is uh it's like not at the same time uh, Oh fuck me! What is it? Well, you know the four v one, right? Like yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's been a lot of those games coming out, so there's learnings that they can pick up from other projects as well. Because Evolve was kind of the first big one I remember trying to tackle that. The first genre. really big budget thing, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So may, maybe it's all part of the pun of the name of the game. Asymmetrical. Asymmetrical. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. we were close we were close asymmetrical wow we just had a whole conversation about it it's like asynchronous and just like didn't yep. bat an eye the whole time okay. to anyone who's who's left a comment to to let us know that we're using the wrong yeah. word we corrected yeah, ourselves yeah feel free to delete the comment now thank you or actually leave it up for engagement but yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but maybe this is all part of the pun of the name the game is evolving it's a continuous evolution right of, of what it could eventually become <sighs> I don't I don't hold much hope for it, but yeah. Oh nah. It'll it'll be back. It'll have a bit of a heyday and then it will die again. Yeah. Maybe. Well we'll have to see, right? Well, let's shift over and talk about some games. Stretch, you've been playing Gotham Knight and what what is Gotham Knight? Is that like a remake of Arkham Knight or no? Isn't it, isn't it so, Knights? Isn't it plural? 
uh, Gotham Knights. So mm. Batman's dead. Oh. Um, he dies at the very beginning. It's based off, you know, the the team up of Robin, Nightwing, Red Hood, and Batgirl. Um, interestingly enough, they still haven't gotten to to like the Robin in this one is trimmed at Tim Drake mm. with how much uh with how much Damian Wayne has been getting screen time in movies and comics and stuff. I was a little bit surprised that uh that they didn't use him or he may show up later in the story. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's very much an Arkham game. It feels like they've kind of, if Arkham Asylum was like very close story-based um, ever forward momentum. And then with every subsequent Arkham release, it's kind of become more and more spaced out and like a larger city. And it's more about, small crimes in the city than it is like a, a focused honed in story. This story seems the least focused of them all. Mm. Like Batman dies and the Arkham Knights get together and they're going to investigate this thing that, that Bruce was looking into. Um, and the first thing that it does uh, the you know, it's not like a quest to go and, track down this person or like let's start things off with a bang let's go you know find the penguin or something it's um go outside and take out some petty crime and you beat up some petty criminals and then they drop little red things and that goes into a bar that is your like researching crimes and then once that then you get intel and then you can go and do the thing i've i've only managed to stomach putting about two hours into it so far it's a stomach um, that's a way to it. It, it sounds it like sounds... batman is rolling in his grave it yeah sounds like it's... they're putting some some free-to-play mobile bullshit into it uh, yeah there's there's weapon crafting system and upgrades and you know my eight damage escrima stick is now an 11 damage escrima stick as nightwing mm -hmm. and sweet uh they pretty cool. much if if they grabbed all of the rpg mechanics from um the 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 new generation of assassin's creed and threw it into the arkham games um mm. i'm a i'm a big superhero dc fan and stuff and i'll, I'll probably play it um you know i'm in the middle of re-watching the entirety of smallville right now mm. um so i think having having Gotham Knights going with, with something else going on on the side, catching up on Critical Role or whatever. I think that's going to be where I find the most fun in playing this oh, game. Oh, you mean where you don't have to pay attention to it at all? Right. Yeah, where it's, having, where it's having your fingers do something else while you're watching a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gameplay and then, like, tuning in for whenever story stuff does happen. Mm. Um, but it's it's very disappointing to see because the <laughs> Arkham games are amazing. So like, fun. yeah. We, we have a whole, like... There's an entire combat system built around what the Arkham game started with. The reason mm -hmm. that like Spider-Man um, plays yep. so well and is the, because it is, too. yeah, all of the the Shadow of War, Shadow of Mordor stuff, all of that is like the same that same combat engine or that same combat style that you know yep. is very obviously ripped, and it works well. It feels good. It feels weighty. It's a little bit silly when you're like fighting a guy over one side of the stage and then you like fly and kick someone around and you can just start like bouncing out combos 
Yeah, well, um, Batman's peak human, though. If anyone could do it, he could, right? That's right. So, yeah. That's every every single action hero ever is only slowly moving towards becoming Batman. <laughs> like that that is know. peak action hero. Like knowing that Master Chief got a grappling hook. Yeah, that's just him taking another step closer to being Batman. So you're yeah. saying in Halo Infinite 2, we're going to see him have like the Master Rang? Throws, throws like Master Rangs out there? I mean, uh, that'd be interesting. I'm sure that there will be some kind of more elaborate punch. Mm. Like um, a one inch punch. <laughs> but um, I wonder it's how a much game. of it, too, is like, so story wise, how much um, Arkham's Joker like carried the fucking franchise? <laughs> really? Like, with no dead. with no Joker in there, it's like boy, like that was my fit when Ark when Arkham Knight that Joker was back. I was like, fucking yes, yes, yes. So like even this, he, I'm way into this now. <laughs> even when he's dead, he comes back because they yes. know like they need the Joker. They they had the perfect idea for him in that, and mm-hmm. it was like this is the best. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping that. You know, if they if they choose to continue this franchise, we might finally if they're taking a half step away from Batman, like I would love to finally see a triple A AAA Batman Begins or Batman Beyond. Um sorry. Mm. Game. Batman Beyond. Um Batman of the Future, I think it was called in uh in like Europe and stuff. Maybe it's the one where he's like that that really sleek, like tight bodysuit, right? Yeah, like, Terry yeah. McGinnis. Um yeah. Batman's clone. That was a weird episode of Justice League. Yeah, um, I would love to see them them delving into that because I feel like there's too many comparisons to be made mm. in in another gritty take on Gotham City, where you're yeah. a bat going around completing odd quests in an open world. Right. Um, would love to see some shakeup. Well, because Gotham Knights is by. WB Montreal, yeah, right? It's, it's Origins. The, yeah, it's not the same studio that did yes. the other, the main no, quote unquote that's, main that's three. Rocksteady. Arkham. They're doing yeah. the yeah, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Game. <laughs> yeah. So hell, maybe Suicide Squad will be the game that I'm looking forward to playing. I would maybe. imagine it's got to be Rocksteady. Is every single one's been like this is pretty great. Yeah, I mean would they haven't done anything. Rocksteady. No, uh, <laughs> they haven't like they haven't done anything since Arkham Knight, right? And that's like 2015, 16. Yeah, hopefully the PC version is better this time. Yeah, if anybody remembers the news back then, that was big news. Yeah, the PC that, version of that was garbage. That was yeah, probably Arkham one of the Knight. worst launches for a PC game. Yeah, it that's sucked. like the reason there's Steam refunds, right? <laughs> Arkham Knight is around that time. Right? Was, You're right. I think that I is was good. playing yeah. it on my original Xbox One, and it ran fantastically yeah it was just pc that was just garbage <laughs> so yeah, the PC inverse of cyberpunk 2077 mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> exactly yeah but it's a shame to hear that gotham knights yeah. isn't isn't quite great because I, I don't know I, playing. I can report back with more info sure it, we, we won't <laughs> require youtube but you know if that's what you need to finish smallville you do you <laughs> i don't know because i remember seeing you know trailers and marketing for it and you know they were so confident in it they were like oh we're moving the release date up by three days um which is you know yeah. great um but seeing all of the trailers and stuff it seemed like they were trying to go for like a and this is a pretty telling comparison a very marvel's avengers sort of feel 
yeah. like loot and numbers and big and like yeah. multiplayer almost. I don't think this final product's multiplayer, right? You just choose from the four characters. Yeah, it's it's got multiplayer. You can do co-op. Oh, perfect. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, so it really is just like kind of living up to the Marvel's Avengers thing, which is not the most flattering kind of. I wouldn't know. I haven't played enough Marvel's Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> well, just, uh, I haven't played Gotham Knights, but it sucks that they're moving away from part of the satisfaction of Arkham Knight was getting the new, you know whatever technology batman's got now the next thing what the hell does this do yeah. and moving around the same it wasn't no number based stuff it's ability to do things yeah it's kind of metro there, there is still that yeah um like i mean so far all i've all i've you know obtained is some extra combat moves and stuff but there does seem to be like gadget upgrades and stuff go that i will yeah. get access to but yeah for for the main weapons and stuff to be number based um i'm gonna be very disappointed if i have to like grind some kind of like sponge boss coming up legendary there was a lot of like i saw somebody playing uh the game and it looked like the enemies were very bullet spongy where like Mm -hmm. in arkham like you said there was no number modifiers it was just this enemy takes x number of hits or whatever yeah everything so it made combat a lot more fluid yeah it's kind of yeah uh, so, Assassin's Creed. I'm, not sure, I'm not sure if the yeah if, if this series needed that no i didn't no so that, that was what made that combat unique mm-hmm. i have a quick question about the weapons like you'd mentioned that you upgrade them by numbers but is it like you have the iron rod and then the steel rod or there's just one rod you just make the numbers bigger <laughs> so i think that i'm a little bit too early to figure that out i do mm-hmm. know that in the in the um in the upgrading of armor and the the crafting of new armor pieces you are working towards building specific um suits from from the shows and from the comics and stuff so like the the batman metal like there's the the metal nightwing suit Mm. um so i don't quite know how that will influence uh how that will influence you know whether oh being metal means that you take less damage from bullets but you take more punching damage or something mm-hmm. something dumb like that right um so there it may expand out to be like much more variety i really hope that it's not just like nightwing has escrima sticks and they just get to be better escrima sticks bigger so numbers a, yeah. yeah yeah that's a shame i i do not have high hopes for for the rest of your time getting better unfortunately but yeah it's all good i've got content to catch up on and i've now got a game to be playing so mm-hmm. yeah, I'm w- happy. which is that's good because we're coming up to a drought of games nothing really big's coming out There's anytime soon so. yeah so you have all the time in the oh, world boy. to play gotham knights actually if anything it's kind of nicer that like in the lead up to so much chaos of games releasing i've got something that i don't give to two hoots about dropping as soon as a new game comes in mm-hmm. um so it's just it's something good enough to keep me entertained but not good enough to hold right well maybe it'll with... see a resurgence on game pass someday yeah or maybe like years from now we'll get an update from w montreal and they're like we're here we hear you we see the the fans support. <laughs> <laughs> explore ways to support the fans maybe yeah. maybe that's what it'll be who knows uh, but with that, I think 
let's bring this episode to a close we hope you enjoyed the show and if you did please feel free to give us a thumbs up on youtube and leave a comment down below let us know one of your favorite voice actors and what your favorite role of theirs was like why you like them so much let us know down below. Uh, well, you can also leave that comment on our site, techraptor.net, where we also publish a bunch of news, reviews, and features throughout the week. But if you want more of this show, we will, back, we will be back in your feed next Monday. We'll see you then.